Back Pocket presents Golden Nuggets. There are golden nuggets in every podcast we do. Here are our three golden nuggets. Enjoy. You guys right now in Minnesota, it's terrible out there. You guys could probably take your jackets and you probably have 50 jackets because this is where you live and that's what you do. And I bet you haven't worn 20 of them in six months. So that's a six-month rule to where you're like, huh, you go in the closet and you say, okay, I haven't worn this in six months. I really like it, but fuck, I haven't worn it in six months. Gone. All this shit just gone. And you go and find the dudes that are homeless and the dudes that are freezing their ass off because if somebody's out there freezing and I have a jacket in my closet, like, God damn it, that sucks. Like, that sucks. I need to do something. So... You know, you, you do that, and then, like, I remember, like, picking up these people from, from Barstow once. They needed a ride. They were homeless, and there was a chick and a dude. The dude didn't speak any English. He was a Mexican kid, and and uh, I'm working on my Spanish. So I was like, well, then we're just going to gonna do Spanish all the way home. And she was like, okay. And I was like, all right, so no speaking English all the way home. We're speaking Spanish. And then she was like, okay. And so we spoke Spanish all the way home, and that kept me awake. I was driving from San Diego all the way to Vegas, and and it was after a Hall of Fame deal. And I was like, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta get back to Vegas. And and I was super tired. Pulled over to get a coffee. These homeless people needed to ride to Vegas. I was like, yeah, get in. And I and I put them in my car while I was running, and I went in. Wow. Like, so I trusted them in my car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. where they developed a certain level of respect for me because I just said to get in the car. And they were like, serious? I was like, yeah, it's running. The heater's on, so get in the car. And so they were That's incredible. Yeah, so I did that. It was pretty cool. But then it was Spanish-speaking class for me, and it was a ride for them. It was awesome. That's sweet. And that goes back to that value thing. And I think I can add to that in saying it's selfless. You have the selfless mindset, and it goes back to BMX riding. You're, you realize you're in something bigger, the BMX world, X, uh, X Games, action sports world, and you wanted to make sure that it was the best product all the time. So you were dedicated to it. MTV being the host of the challenge. You wanted you were a part of something bigger than you. You wanted to make sure it was the best, and you wanted to be the best on it every day. And then that attributes to your day-to-day life, humanitarian work, or even just calling it giving value um, without recognition on a daily routine. I mean, you're not creating foundation. You, you might have foundations outside of this, but the th- the stuff you're talking to me right now are daily habits of just giving someone a ride. And it's, daily habits, bro. Yes, it's like, grassroots. Just today, today I, I probably fed somebody or did something somewhere. Like, my house is downtown in, in, in a little bit of a sketchy area sometimes, but, but like every dude down there, I'm just, you know, every dude. Every one of them. That's awesome. Can you, well, okay, so when did this, like, driving thing start? Because when you started telling the story, it was like, yeah, it just gave people rides. But when did you decide you were like, okay, like, was that the first story when you picked those people up randomly when you got the idea to start giving people rides? And was it for this long-distance type rides, or was it just, like, quick onesie-twosie type stuff? No, it's it's everything, really. I mean, it's everything. Like, sometimes I'll be sitting there, and if a dude's, like, begging on the corner, okay, like those begging people, people say they make a lot of money, but it's really not a good life. Their life sucks, bro. Like they're not begging because they're making a hundred grand a year and they, they love it. It sucks. Like that sucks. So every time 
if if a dude comes up to me, I'm like, look, bro, I'm not giving you no money, but you can get in if you want to go eat. And every time, the dudes just jump in the car. So that means they're hungry. Mm-hmm. So that you know, and once in a while they don't, but they almost always do. And when they do, I take them to go eat, and we go eat and we chill and hang out and have a good time. And then I'm like, cool, let's hang. So what's it? So okay, so someone gets in your car now, and you guys are going to lunch. What do you guys talk about? Is it just like hanging out? You get to know their life story. Like, is there any sort of? Yeah, it's pretty much a back pocket podcast the whole way. Like the whole time, I'm like, look, like I just need to know, man, what happened? How how come you're out there? What are you doing? And and then they'll they'll tell me, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And I'll just be like, well, you probably shouldn't have taken that left. We tapped into Yoakum Strength, and there's a lot more that you expect to come out of Yoakum Strength, but more about you personally on, a le- on like your own day-to-day routine. We want to tap into that, and that's kind of where the back pocket comes into play of our core questions. And you've heard this question asked many times, yep. so you know the framework. What is your average quality, Austin Yoakum? My average quality? Ah, ton of them, dude. In the last like three months, I've just been... That's what I've been freaking attacking, just all my average qualities. And like I love how you guys bring this up, but... Mine has been switching my fuel source, like, and I talked to all my. Say that one about, more time. Switch, switch my fuel source. Fuel source. Fuel source. Got yeah. it. And enunciate. Yeah. No, I got it. Fuel source. Fuel source. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> switching from being fueled from hate to being fueled by love, and that's I mean just one thing that's been absolutely changed my life. Um, coming from a small town, I, I, I've, I've always tried to have that chip on my shoulder. I've always tried to be fueled by that hate. Like I want to prove people wrong. I want people to hate me. I want people to doubt me. I want to get after and I just want to be like, fuck you, dude. Like I did it. You didn't think I could do it. I did it. Mm-hmm. And that's like how I've always been fueled, but it never like never left me fulfilled. And like, I always believe like everything's created twice first in your mind and then in reality. So like having that mindset of, I want to be fueled by hate brought hate into my life. I wasn't able to build any lasting relationships. I wasn't able to like openly connect with people. And four years at St. Thomas, I just walked around like with my fuck you radar all the way at like all the way up to the max and just like, want to be that egotistic that tough football player and I, I couldn't communicate with people i couldn't connect with people and like i was succeeding I, I i had awards like i was going places but like deep down i was like fuck dude i'm doing it by myself like no, nobody's connecting with this and like i always knew it was wrong but i was succeeding and it wasn't like the unfulfillment of myself it was when at saint olaf i had a football guy really, really phenomenal kid he was talking to me and he's like i want to be just like you coach and just came up in conversations like, I want to be just like you when I grow up. Like, I admire you. Like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. And I was like, fuck. No, you don't, dude. Like, I'm not living my life the way I want to live it. I'm not the man I want to be. And I was like, this kid sees me as his coach Caruso. Mm-hmm. This kid sees me as his coach Herm. And if I don't get my shit figured out, I'm going to bring him down with me, dude. Like, my pillars and my foundation was not set in stone. And everybody, like, and when you're a coach, when you're that person, like, everybody's going to try and be on that pillar. And like, that's your job. Like, that's why I wanted to be this. I wanted to be person's light bringer. And I just didn't have my shit figured out. And I was going to bring this kid down with me. I was going to bring all the people that looked up to me down with me. So the last few months, I've just been focusing on attacking these average qualities and switching my fuel source from being like, I want to prove everybody wrong to like, I want to give value to people. I, I want to open up. I want to connect with people. I want to help other people become better versions of themselves because i'm giving them value not because i'm taking value from them if that makes sense and just i mean it totally just changed 
every single day, like I wake up, I've never had a problem with work ethic. I've never had a problem with fuel. It's what that fuel leads to. So now I'm able to connect with people. I'm able to have the same amount of like determination, fire, getting up after it. But now I'm doing it for a way better reason than what I was doing it for before. And I, I mean, it just totally changed my life, totally changed how I'm fulfilled, how I'm connecting with people, how I'm able to lead my athletes. And like now when that kid can say, I mean, it's, and it's an everyday process, but now when that kid says like, I want to be just like you, I'm like, fuck yeah, you do. Like, like, that's what I want you to do. Like, I want you to open up. I want you to be able to connect. I want to keep growing with you, dude. Dude. Oh my God. You need a fucking podcast. You need, <laughs> you need to be a motivational speaker. Like I saw on a, on a podium because it's, it's fucking genuine, dude. It's real. It's real. I mean, it's, it, I, it sounds, it sounds good now, dude. But like when you're in that fucking Valley, like that's when you got to, it freaking hurts, dude. Like right? when, when you, now we're we're on the way up, and now like it sounds good, and like it's a story. But you gotta, that's where you gotta go into those valleys. You gotta like dig deep and like look at yourself and like realize like there's shit wrong with you, and like you have that you're in that valley, dude. Like mm-hmm. you gotta go into those valleys, and like I th- I just I think a big problem is a lot of people never go in those valleys. Like they want to stay in that bubble, they want to stay in that midline, and it's safe. It's a safe bubble. Like you just stay, stay, stay. Mm-hmm you got to go up and you got to go down. Otherwise you're, you're not going to accomplish anything. You're not going to get that genuine feel. And that's like yeah. something I've been attacking with my athletes, attacking with all the people, like this transformation contest that I'm doing with a bunch of people. I don't give a shit about your physical transformation. I said, I have them set goals. I have them talk to me about what they want to accomplish. The physical thing is like my gym, like that's my what, like, that's not my why I want to change your life. And I think physically like that helps like changing your physical appearance, changing how you can able to lift. Like that helps. That's one part of it, but there's so many more parts of your life that you got to attack every single day. And that's like, that's my why. And that's like the biggest thing that I think will set me apart from other gyms is like, they want to get you in and get you big biceps. I want to tell you like, nobody fucking cares that you have big biceps, dude. Like how are you living your life? Are you accomplishing your goals? You loving your family? Like that type of thing. That's what I care about. And that's what I'm attacking with my athletes. Your level of self-awareness is through the roof. And that, that story or that experience that you, you endured and uh, are now um, carrying yourself or helping others, you know, lift yourself up because you're using the value of others in a way that's not like sucking. You're providing and you're, everyone's getting that source of um, fuel, as you'd like to say, uh, is incredible. And that's something we strive to do on the podcast. We don't want every, all these podcasts for us. Like we're not trying to, this is not making our brand better. It's not, or it is, but in the reality is we really want to want to hear your guys' story and we want to put it out as authentically as possible because they're all so good. You two got it piped down. Uh, what did I learn today? Let's get there. Um, my God. Okay, dude. So the podcast industry took a big step last week where Spotify um, acquired Gimlet Media and Anchor, two of the biggest startups in the podcast industry. Spotify bought them both. I think uh, Gimlet was like 230, $230 million, and then Anchor was undisclosed price. Lo and behold, we model some of our own business uh, model off of Gimlet, off of Gimlet, yeah. and we host our podcast on Anchor. So how close Therefore, are we? Yeah. We are Spotify. Yeah. Well, by association, but no, by definition. Good point. Yeah. My my question was how soon until we get acquired by Spotify? That I was on the same trail as you, and I'm thinking two three weeks. <sighs> Yeah, once they hear, once this TJ Lavin podcast drops, or I guess it already dropped at this point, but no, once this back end show drops, <laughs> they're once, just they're gonna say ditch what you guys have been doing 
we want more of this because <laughs> you guys really have great structure. You, like when you guys speak on the back end show, you guys are flawless, flawless, flawless. Like there's a, like a lot that I can learn when you guys talk about the back end show. Yeah. Talk on the back end. Not show. to mention how like organized your studio is. There's like no cords around. There's a perfect balance of space in the back. This great painting. You guys have floral chairs. Sam, if you're sp- no, let's let's actually you are Spotify right now. Yeah. Can you challenge us? Like, be Spotify. Like, you're going to acquire us. Ask us a few questions. Ask us, like, why we deserve to be on Spotify. Yeah. Well, I was actually, I actually had a totally different question. I was going to ask, like, besides, like, your microphones and, like, your little audio area, like, how much do you, like, for an undisclosed amount, how much do you think Spotify would pay for you guys? Or how much do you think to they buy should? us out? Yeah. How much? You th- and would it, we be, like, acquired to run a podcast on their platform? Or are we just, you know done? Here, like, they just buy here, us here. out so we never get to play again? Here, you know what? Here, hold on. <laughs> I, I got an idea. I'll pretend to be Spotify for a second. Okay. Okay. I'll buy you guys for twenty bucks and a lifetime supply of Lacroix. Ooh, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks and a lifetime supply of Lacroix. So we have to split the twenty, or do I get fifteen? You have to split the twenty. Um, lifetime damn, supply of Lacroix. dude. All right, Andrew. every flavor of Lacroix. You know what? Here, I'll do this. You get a hundred dollars in the lifetime supply of Lacroix. Okay. okay. And and so and, like, is it only and, and 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 once it, and once once a month you get a bogo from Chipotle. Okay, and then do we get to keep running the podcast or what? What's our yeah, role? Yeah, you, you guys will still have the podcast, um, but okay. Spotify's gonna tell you exactly what you have to say every week and who you have to interview. Uh, but and, we get a lifetime of Pomplemousse Lacroix, and we have to go yeah. back to the, and we have to go back to the old. Actually, another thing, we have to go back to the old uh, studio setup. They want your chairs. Your they're gonna take the chairs. Yeah. Ooh, the floral chairs. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah. yeah, I fight for these yeah. chairs. I would, maybe if you gave me like Lacroix, like one box a week, and no money. Yeah, and we get to keep the chairs. Yeah, see, Andrew's right. I'm not. I'm on a non-negotiable standpoint right now. Where no, I'm negotiating. I. There will be nowhere in our contract with Spotify that says that these floral chairs will be abandoned. And I think I would even fight to the point where we would be able to be the feng shui designers. I would actually want that in our title. What if what if Spotify acquired us to run their podcast department, but we can't record a podcast ever again? Oh, that's a cheap... Okay, but how about that one? I like that more for the opportunity of the fact that, like, if you and I were to run our own podcast app and, like, know exactly how to distribute. Yeah, but we can't record any content on there. God damn it. Then, I don't know, dude. I don't want to spill beans now. Because it's like, shit, I would totally do that. But Ooh, same, you would. I, I, wanna, I want the opportunity to do that, but I also, like, want to speak the mic a little bit more than that. So You could release your podcast, but it has to be on CastBox. Sure. That's the only one you get. I'll buy out CastBox. Buy them out, though. Buy them out. <laughs> They're mine. All right. Let's drive the book. Um, so what do you, I mean, that was what I learned. So what did you guys think about that? Like, I, that's honestly, realistically, that's huge for podcasting because 90% awesome. of our downloads come from Apple Podcasts and Apple Podcast app. I mean, I'm, I know all of you guys are listening on it right now. It's thanks. It's atrocious. It's thanks. I wish we could have a drop down menu for each one of our shows. Like how how easy would that be to create on the platform so they don't have to scroll mindlessly to find one of our podcasts? Hey, Netflix has exactly. twenty eight thousand seasons of The Office and everyone watches every single episode and they organize it in the right way and they suggest shows to you. If you like The Office, you'll like Bob's Burgers. Maybe. I'm singing out the- 